0: You are now listening to the Final Whistle Sports Podcast. Here is your host, Blaine Spencer. What's going on, everyone? Welcome in to another edition of the Final Whistle Sports Podcast. Uh, I have my good friend, Marcus, from Go Talk with Marcus. He is here to absolutely make my day an absolute humiliation, because we are talking the NFC East, and this is going to wrap up the NFC Conference of the divisional breakdowns. We'll be looking at the Cowboys, Gi- Giants, my Washington commanders. I have my Washington Redskins jersey on, but that's the only reason Marcus is on. Just bash my
1: uh... No, more <laughs> specifically, tell them tell them whose it is. Tell them whose jersey you're wearing. Tell them whose jersey you're
0: wearing. All right, so let's do this background. We're also gonna talk about the Giants, but so like I'm gonna stand up here. So we have a walk I am backing up. I'm recording from home this week because I've got the bid. So it's been a rough week. Um, this thing is a Donovan McNabb jersey. It's a large. It's a dress on it. It is absolutely abysmal. Yes, it is a Donovan McNabb jersey. He played quite a lot in six games for us, but I thought he was the answer in his washed-up career after the Philadelphia Eagles and. Look at that. And if you remember that season, my uh, following Washington followers, if you're a commander fan, a football team fan, still calling us the Redskins. Uh it we had Rex Grossman beat out Donovan McNabb. So there's your answer right there. Um, it's it, it'll be I'm already getting emotional. This is gonna be a really bad episode for me. But and Marcus is already laughing, he's enjoying himself. Marcus, how are we?
1: It's my pick-me-up. It's my daily pick-me-up, man. I'm looking forward to every second of this. Every second of it's top-notch. <laughs>
0: All right. So, luckily, how we do this episode is that we start off from top to bottom. So, the commanders will have to wait for a little bit. So, but even though I'm Marcus will try and figure out ways to incorporate them throughout the show. Let's talk first, the least favorite team that I will ever like in football that is the dallas cowboys uh I, I can't believe it just said their name out loud in a full sentence so we'll just leave it there dallas they finished top of the division and the one thing that kind of made it happy was that they screwed it up and only the way the dallas cowboys could screw up last year with their clock management issues with the so lovely don't hand the ball off to the official and potentially get another playoff the clock runs out and uses San Francisco in the wild card round. Yeah. New look Cowboys on the offense side of the ball. They've lost uh, Amari Cooper to Cleveland as well as Cedric Wilson. He has moved on a free agency. Going to be really intriguing to see how C.D. Lamb picks up the rest of the load. And also the impact of Ezekiel Elliott potentially now being the 2nd string running back behind Tony Pollard. There's been a bunch of rumors that Tony Pollard fits the offense better, which I think is completely true. Marcus, what are the expectations for the Cowboys? Because the NFC East never has a repeat division winner. Is Are the Cowboys going to be the first in a while?
1: No, but it's not because the Cowboys are a bad team. It's just because I think the Eagles did enough to get better. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Cowboys won the division. I mean, the Giants aren't going to win the division, and Washington's definitely not going to win the division. So <laughs> it's, it's between Dallas and Philly. I mean, that, that's for sure. So, um it's possible that Dallas still wins a division this season because they don't have a bad football team. They just lost um, two pieces, one more important than the other. Um, expectations for Cowboys would be to make the playoffs. As a winner of the division or not, to make the playoffs and and win the playoff game, I would, I, I would think. As long as they don't match up against the Bucs, the Packers, or the Rams, they should win a playoff game this season.
0: But the issue is that's like – a pretty high chance that they're going to get one of those three teams, other than if they finish
1: four or five. Well, I'm glad you said that. Let's pull up. Let's pull up Marcus's trusty record predictions so okay, far, which are
0: already already making him just feel more confident than
1: he actually is about himself. Marcus. They're not. They're not officially done, but they're they're close to being done. So, if my if my predictions ring true, then the Cowboys would be playing the Eagles in the playoffs. They would go to Philly to play the Eagles. That is, I think- So you have they, them
0: finishing fifth.
1: I do, I have them finishing fifth and I have the Eagles finishing fourth, Yeah, which means they get a trip to Philly, which I think would be nice um, for Dallas for a couple reasons. Number one, because Dallas finishes the season in Washington, so after they finish spanking on the commanders, they'll just take that bus trip right up to Philly and get ready for the Eagles. Um, that's a winnable game for them. They could also, depending on how the records, you know, kind of shake out because anything can happen. Right. Let's say they are the, they, let's say they do win the division. Right. If they win the division, they could match up with Philly. Um, or they could see the saints or they could see the Vikings. Like really, really, Anything can happen there. I think as long as the Cowboys can finish fourth or fifth in the NFC, they will avoid the Packers, Bucks, and Rams at least come opening weekend of the playoffs, and they can win that game. And I think that's a win for the Cowboys. The other expectation that I have is that this is Mike McCarthy's last season. If it's not, that's a massive disappointment. you think Sean Payton's coming in next year? I think it should be Sean Payton, but I don't care if it's Sean Payton. I don't care if it's... Kellen Moore, Dan Quinn, Eric Bieniemy, Greg Roman, me, you, homeless man on the street. It cannot be Mike McCarthy because the Cowboys aren't going to compete for a Super Bowl with Mike McCarthy as the head coach. Because this is. And what do you what, what do you have as Mike McCarthy's biggest issues? Everything
0: or just clock management? Mike managing?
1: McCarthy has two. Mike McCarthy has two jobs: to discipline the team and manage the clock. This is the most penalized team in football last season. Strike right. one. He failed to manage the clock last season strike two, and the ice on the cake, why'd they lose in the playoffs? Because he failed the clock. It's not even just the final 13 seconds, which is kind of like the big unraveling. It is going into those final 13 seconds. They had no timeouts. Why? Because Mike McCarthy mismanaged the use of his previous three timeouts in the third and early in the fourth quarter. That's why they had no timeouts going into that drive. So yeah, Mike McCarthy should be gone. Because if your head coach's job is to manage the clock and make sure your team is disciplined and he can't do that, where so your your team is the most disciplined team in football and the reason why you get bounced out of the playoffs is because of failure to manage the clock, that's a fireable offense. Like, if I'm a cashier, my job is to handle the money. If I'm not handling the money correctly, I should be fired. So. Mike McCarthy should be thanking his lucky stars that Jerry Jones didn't give him a pink slip the second he walked into the locker room after the game last season because he deserved one. And that's also Jerry Jones' problem is he's loyal to people who don't deserve loyalty, but, you know,
0: whatever. Well, you could just make – you could see that because he kept Jason Garrett about 10 years too long. Yeah, of course well the one thing that i see in dallas and i agree i don't think dallas will win the division again this year, this year. i think just because of the formality that is the nfc at least is what i call it because arguably we are the worst division of football and you can't really argue it especially as a Commanders fan. or and then you also have the Giants so, on the one year we did win the division we were under five years, so <laughs> let's leave it at that okay um I, I need to see more from Dak Prescott now. This is Dak's, I think everyone thinks that last year or the year before that, it's a perfect year. I think every year has become a perfect year for, for Dak because now he's lost a couple weapons. You don't know what you're going to get from Michael Gallup coming back from significant injury. You have C.D. Lamb. You do have Dalton Schultz. I don't. He's a solid tight end. He's not a top-tier tight end, but he's a solid tight end. I think the utilization of Tony Pollard in this offense and how creative is kind Moore going to be because he had lulls of brilliance and then lulls of absolute head scratching when you have such someone who's called the next prodigy in offensive play calling. And you, we really need to figure that out. He turned down that Boise state job to reach, to go back to his alma mater and be the head coach to stay with the Cowboys last year. So where, where is the growth going to be in this offense? And usually the strength of the team was their offensive line. That is no longer their biggest strength. And then you also have to factor in on the defensive side of the ball. They were the most opportunistic team in football with leading and interceptions. And Trayvon Diggs was an absolute stud. Well, Trayvon
1: Diggs isn't good. so.
0: Well, he was a ball magnet, but then he gets beat
1: about He also gave up the most yards of any corner last season. So, like, right, I mean, so I guess think you're being in
0: the gang of getting the most targets, right?
1: You're gonna... I mean, well, I, I don't know if he led the league in targets last season. He's a solid corner. I think he's highly overrated as a corner. So, you think. where would you rank him?
0: Or would you put him in the top ten corners? No, or? no, no I not even close.
1: Would not put him in the top ten. I, I'm not going to say it's not close. I just wouldn't. I, I think off the top of my head, I can name 10 corners better okay, than Trayvon Diggs. Well, I don't really have the list pulled up for you. So, I mean, I could just give you a couple. Like, for starters, let me just look up all the starting cornerbacks in the NFL. Let's see. Jalen Ramsey? Um, nope, without a doubt. Um, um, Jair Alexander is better than... Than uh than Trayvon Diggs, right. Stephon Gilmore is better than Trayvon Diggs I think anyway, um, right. I would take let's see I take Jalen Ramsey ahead of him I take Jair Alexander ahead of him, um I would take
0: <laughs> I know
1: I'm 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 trying to <laughs> stop it I'm trying to get my thoughts together I'm sorry okay this is official now we're going you want me to rank <laughs> my top ten okay so I got Jalen Ramsey in no specific order I got Jalen Ramsey in there AJ is a top ten cornerback in my estimation, um. I would take Marshawn Lattimore ahead of Trayvon Diggs, I'd take Jaira ahead of Trayvon Diggs, I'd take Xavier Howard ahead of Trayvon Diggs, um, I'd take JC Jackson for sure ahead of Trayvon Diggs, I'd take Marlon Humphrey ahead of Trayvon Diggs, I would also take Denzel Ward ahead of Trayvon Diggs, and Trey White, I don't know if I said I'm already about to take Trey White. I don't think Kenny Moore gets a lot of love, I'd take Kenny Moore ahead of Trayvon Diggs, that's 10 right there. Um, Darius Slay, who's in his own division, is better than Trayvon Diggs. Carlton Davis is better than Trayvon Diggs. There's an argument to be made that Pat Sertain II is better than Trayvon Diggs, even though he did miss a couple seasons, a couple games last season due to injury. Um, then you have so a you couple have guys a
0: of the pack already. That's already 13 guys you would put ahead of him.
1: Yeah, and I think there's an argument to be. I think he is in the bracket with Chabotteousier, Jamel Dean, James Bradbury, Byron Jones, Adoree Jackson, guys like that. Where it's really just a preference thing. The only guy on that list I'd for sure take ahead of Trayvon Diggs is James Bradbury, which would put Trayvon Diggs at fifteen. 15. And I think what? I'm being a little bit nice with that. And you think we, fifteen is nice? I think I think I think so you, at so, his I think, think you, at his best Trayvon Diggs is fifteen.
0: Do you Second? think he'd be exposed? this year and show that last year was a fluke because of his wide receiver ball skills, which is why he had the interceptions.
1: Let's pull up, let's pull up Trayvon Diggs' stats last season. And I'll, and I'll explain to you why I think Trayvon Diggs' stats is overrated. Trayvon Diggs, I get it, led the league in picks. And you can, I, you could attribute that to volume of, of targets. I think you could. I'm not going to say that that's a not, that's, that's an unfair thing to, to do. Um, Trayvon Diggs, if we just pull up, his game log right from last season. We'll start against in week one against Tampa Bay. Um he didn't do that well. Well he also played like one snap in that game. So maybe that do not count. Um in the game against lost in the game against the Chargers, um he didn't play all that well, um, he didn't play that great against in the game against Philly. Like there's just a lot of instances where you put a top-notch receiver against Trayvon Diggs, he's gonna get dusted. Trayvon Diggs is getting dusted by Ceedee Lamb in training camp right now as we speak. It's Just not. Yeah, I, I have been saying it, it, it's just not pretty. I, he I wouldn't. Fought, he I, on every double move. It's not pretty. Um, I think Trayvon Diggs. I'll be honest with you. I think Trayvon Diggs benefited from a lot of bad throws into double coverage last season. Of course, he had a, he had a couple of one-on-one picks, but I think Trayvon Diggs is better Lots when there is a when there is a safety or another corner bracketed on on top of him to assist oh, him with one-on-one okay. on, one on one, trayvon Diggs is not striking fear in anyone's heart like as always not that. Exactly. And that's why and that's why I'm saying. That's why Trayvon Diggs. Do so you think he's a very good like team fit zone for sure. if this is a. If this is a man-to-man defense, Trayvon Diggs would not, I don't think, would be that successful. And I don't think Trayvon Diggs would have had the success he had last season if that was the case.
0: I think that's a valid argument. I think you can see that. I think he's still also learning the position
1: from being confused. that's fine I mean look that, last year was his second year so I mean it's not like I think he's a scrub it's not like I don't think he has room for improvement but if I'm he's not on my list of guys I would pick to 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 to, to like one like like people. because I, it's a it's a crazy scenario but I think these scenarios matter like we're talking about one play I need one stop defensively who's going to be my corner talking about I wouldn't even think about Trayvon Diggs being the first guy that pops up in my mind. Um, And that matters. Like he, sure. He's a, he's a solid zone corner, but would I trust him in the slot? No. Would I trust him man to man? No. Do I trust him one-on-one in press coverage and some of the best receivers in football? No. I, I don't know how many, I don't even know how many, and this could sound crazy, but I don't know how many matchups he'd be favoring if he was matched up against the number two receiver on the fo- on the football team. And that just depends on who that number two guy is. Like really? do I trust Trayvon, like do I trust Trayvon Diggs against Mike Williams? No. I don't think that Trayvon Trayvon Wiggs uh, I don't think uh Chris Godwin I don't think he could handle um Allen Robinson. I don't think he would do good against Hunter Renfro. Like I I don't think he'd do good against Sutton or Jerry Judy, whoever the number two would be out, out there. Um maybe he holds his own against Marquez Valdez-Scantling on a, on a, as long as he can keep it in front of him. But if we're talking about Marquez Valdez-Scantling going deep and Patrick Mahomes is throwing the ball, I don't really like his chances because it didn't do that good against Marquez. Like, I, I, I just don't like his chances. It, it so there are not many bona fide, wide res- no, there's no bona fide, like this is a wide receiver one guy that I would like my matchup against Trayvon Diggs. I don't, and there's a hand, there's a, a a healthy handful of wide receiver twos where I look at and I say, Yikes. Right. But it works because it's a zone scheme, and that's why they have it that way. So you can kind of roam around and be that that zone hawk, so to speak. But man, man to man, no. I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. And that's his downside. Is that, is that,
0: he can't, that you can't, have- yeah?
1: Because you look at, because if you look at like Jair and, and, and Jalen and Trey White and JC Jackson, those guys can play man or they can play zone. They can do it, they can do both of them very well. And, and they they'll shut
0: you down. All match up in the slot. They're not afraid. And you
1: can, yeah, and it doesn't matter who you put on them. Like, I mean, no one has a perfect game, right? Like we saw, even Jalen Ramsey, get you know toasted a couple of times by Devontae Adams. But, Like Devontae Adams is also the best receiver in football. So like, and Mike yeah. Evans,
0: yes,
1: yeah. like you know, uh, and 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 you can chalk that up to a, a size disadvantage for Jalen Ramsey's part because Mike Evans is so big. But right. like, f- consistently speaking, I like. Like when D when Hop was the guy in football, Jalen Ramsey had his way. For the most part, it was 50 50, but Jalen Ramsey had good games. There, there aren't many instances where. J- not the
0: AFC thing,
1: that is true. That's the only reason why. Jalen Ramsey also, for a stretch of time, <laughs> didn't allow 100 yard receiving yards until that he had one game against DeAndre Hopkins and DeAndre Hopkins toasted him for like 120 or something like that. And Jalen Ramsey said that in an interview and, recently. And that was the watch. worst game
0: one ridiculous catch and like it, like two ridiculous
1: yeah yeah so like and I I get it comparing Jalen Ramsey to Trayvon Diggs wow like obviously like I I get that and I'm sure that's what a lot of people are going to think and saying and like we've I've already gotten heat more than a, a, several times for coming on this show and 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 and, and speaking about how I feel but like, let's just call a spade a spade here Trayvon Diggs I think is top fifth is top 15 if he's top 15 he's 15th like right. 15th. If you're going to rank 15 guys, it's going to be he is 15th. And I mean, nothing wrong with that, but it's only a second year. He has room to improve. But right now, I don't, all the hype is just completely unwarranted,
0: if you ask me right now, anyway. Honestly, I don't mind that because you're bashing Cowboys and that makes my day a little bit better. Yeah, well,
1: good. just just wait a couple. Just wait, just wait like a, a couple, just 10, 15 minutes. I'll be there. Trust me. All right. Talking all so, bad about it, it, Commander it, it, Carson and J.D. McKissick and who's on that roster? I don't even know.
0: That's about it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh,
1: that's not good. That's not good. That's your roster. Uh, all right,
0: let's jump to the next squad, which is yep. I think the team that we both believe is going to be in the NFC East, which are the Philadelphia Eagles, a team yep. that showed a lot of improvement towards the end of the year. Jalen yep. Hurts and Miles Sanders, pretty much themselves kept them in the postseason race and got them into the playoffs as that seventh seed. Yep. They did get blitzed by Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay box, but that was more of it A winnable
1: it. game, a game I had them winning going into it, by the way, and I'm not ashamed to say that.
0: Okay, And they did make a massive splash on draft night, which was yep. acquiring A.J. Brown from Tennessee, who is an absolute baller on the on the outside. He get, plays on the inside, plays on the outside. We'll pretty much do whatever it takes. Put him up with Devontae Smith. I think Jalen Rager has kind of shown himself to be a bust, which is so far, and that's unfortunate, but he's also that they're under number now a number three option, which kind of makes it a little
1: No bit Quiz free. Watkins is a number three option. Quiz Watkins gonna take that job from him. Think so? The, you think uh, Rager's, no so. Rager's done. Jalen Rager's done for
0: they take Jordan Davis, defense tackle out of Georgia.
1: Who just has a clip of him owning an O lineman the other day in training camp? It looks he, crazy. He, he, yeah, it's he insane. Good. That that's that's a great acquisition I, there on draft night.
0: I'm trying to remember who who lined up at the middle for them for a while. Who's still in the DT? Who's the, who's Fletcher there? Cox. He is like a bigger version of Fletcher Cox. Oh, yeah. He is now gonna be like yeah. Fletcher Cox 2.0 for Philadelphia. Thousand percent.
1: I think he'll be much better. I think he's much more athletic. And like you said, he's bigger, stronger. He's just going to be crazy.
0: Exactly. So I think. No East... disrespect to Fletcher Cox, though. No disrespect. Cox. He's a great football yeah. player. No, but all right. Let's talk Philly. I've been to their Super Bowl. Par- I went to their Super Bowl parade. I lost a bet to my buddy Anthony Pacifico. I know he's probably going to be laughing it up as I now admit this,
1: but. Went to the Super Bowl, yeah. Well, parade. I mean, that's the closest you'll ever get to a Super Bowl parade. No, think, and I knew that was coming out of your
0: mouth.
1: Maybe, but, maybe <laughs> Baltimore wins when you can feel a little bit more close at home because it's across the beltway. My god, all right, let's talk. I, I can't
0: believe it I really can't. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Eagles expectations go.
1: I think the expectation is just like Dallas, except maybe I think it, maybe Nick they're slip the
0: playoffs and get a game,
1: yeah. I think maybe they're slightly more expected to win the division because of all the leaps and bounds they made from an offensive and defensive standpoint to improve the team and surround Jalen Hurts with more weapons. But, yeah, getting the playoffs and win a game is the expectation, I think, for and to improve on the win total, more specifically. Even if it's by one – look, double digits, even if it's 10 games, that's a win in my book. Like, that is is that that is an improvement, obviously, from a, from a record standpoint. But, obviously, obviously, like, maybe you can only grab one game, and that's fine. But as long as we're showing that you're getting better, and as long as you're in the hurts, getting better. But expectations for the Eagles as a whole is getting to the playoffs. I think maybe the Eagles should be slightly more expected to win the division than Dallas because they made more improvements. But when make it to the playoffs and win a game, I think is the expectation. Now, if you match up against Dallas, well, you got yourself a tough spot. What? Um, It's a coin flip. But I think with Philly, what what I think the thing that benefits Philly the most is of the teams that I have making the playoffs, which are again, Tampa Bay, Los Angeles, Green Bay, um, Philly, of course, Dallas, Minnesota, and, um, and New Orleans. Philly plays Dallas twice, obviously. Um, they play Minnesota week six. Um, they play Green Bay week 16. So we could see that they, we, we could, that's actually not even their schedule. Wrong one, sorry. They play Minnesota week two, excuse me. They play Dallas twice, obviously. Um. They play Green Bay week 12 and they play New Orleans week 17. So like aside from Los Angeles and Tampa Bay, they have six games, five games against playoff teams this season. Those five games are not, and not playoff teams from last season, but playoff teams that I think are going to be in the playoffs this season. Right. Those are all good games. So win or lose in the regular season, you can at least draw from that and come back into the playoff game if you get that matchup again and get a win. So it works for them. It
0: works for them. And I totally just for, I think for the Eagles, it's more of a make it, break it year to show growth, especially on sure. both sides of the ball. Sure. Yes, the playoffs now are a goal because I think last year it was – Last year was just a rebuild year, and then you somehow sneak in, right? Now the expectation is you better make it, you better show improvement from this seven seed. And like you said, maybe steal a game and potentially make a run and make it difficult in a divisional round playoff game. Yep. But for me, this is a question mark to see about Jalen This is a Philadelphia has been. Organization, especially in recent years, that will pull the towel very quick on their quarterbacks, especially after now winning the Super Bowl with Nick Foles as your quarterback, and it always comes back to that, even though it shouldn't, but it does because Nick Foles pulled off a miracle for that for that organization when it was everyone thought it was dire when Carson went went down against the Rams, right? Yeah, and then you. Now Carson got pulled, and everyone's questioning, oh, the team rallies around Josh McCown. around uh, uh, Nick Foles. Carson Wentz is now gone. He's now in Washington. <laughs> you have now – and now the same thing can be said about Jalen Hurts. How fast do you pull the cl- plug on a starter now? Because <laughs>
1: – stop laughing. <laughs> That's a terrible acquisition we him to do Jeez. Like, <laughs> um, but- Commander Carson, really? It's the best you could do. I'd much rather see a bigger Mayfield worn Commander's jersey than a Commander than a Carson wins one. Just saying, that's a terrible. Friend. It's okay, I'll wait. We've got a couple more minutes. I'll wait. That's a terrible acquisition. <laughs> that's
0: just dis- that's that's disgusting. They that- arguably got the best linebacker in this class with N'Kobe Dean falling into the third. They round. did, they did. Like what? A- and we should
1: have had Nicoby Dean, yeah, but it- Green Bay is you- concerned yeah, about
0: felt oh, great, and he felt his
1: Yeah, well, wow. Green Bay was concerned about shoulder surgery. surgeries, if that's going to stop N'Kobe Dean from being a great football player. Go. Ugh. <laughs>
0: Don't get him started on his Packers. Ugh. Ugh. But I think for Philadelphia, show the door. See what Nick Sirianni can actually do in year two as a head coach. And use the same formula he used last year. Be a ground and pound team. Rely on your top defense, who was extremely solid last year. And then get the ball to your playmakers and Miles Sanders. A lot of Jalen Hurts to roll out. Get the ball to Devontae Smith, A.J. Brown. Don't forget, don't forget, they still have Dallas Goddard, who's still one of the better receiving tight ends in football. But, top 10 tight end in football. Oh, without question. And I think that was just covered up because they had arguably, potentially, two top 10. Ten tight ends of football with Zachary's on the other side. So there's a lot to see in Philadelphia. There's a lot to be passionate about, but that's the one thing that I'm concerned about in Philly. How big of a leash are you gonna give Jalen? Because his accuracy is the question mark, right? Yeah, of course. He wasn't that accurate last year. He hovered around sixty percent and how long which I
1: mean on? for a quarterback in what was technically his first season isn't bad but you do want no. to see an improvement on that number from sixty percent. You'd like to see that I'd like to see him complete sixty five percent of his passes
0: this season. Yeah sixty yeah I think that's what you want sixty five percent. Yeah. So that'll be the biggest intriguing part to me. I do have them as the favorites to win the and my pick to win the NFC East because no one wins it two years in a row. And I don't. I think Dallas will take a step back because of what—not what they lost, but because of what Philadelphia did to improve. Like you said, all these acquisitions and moves that Philly made just made a nine-and-eight team easily, probably two wins better. Where that's where I have them right now at eleven. But I think that's going to be a good standard to see from in regards to Philadelphia. Yeah, for sure. Okay. I am going to just let Marcus go for a little bit because and I'm probably going to turn off my screen at some point to go cover up my tears. We are now on the Washington <laughs> Commanders, um, see team that finished third in the division. We'll see how it comes with bringing back Chase Young. We got acquired Jahan Dotson and like Marcus said, the commander Carson. We could have put goddamn, Matt Ryan for less, but he probably did not want to come to Washington, and I don't blame him. So this is Carson's pretty much last chance, I think, as a starting quarterback for him. His pretty much has become his perfect career, and he's going to an organization that has no idea what they're flipping doing. Marcus, the floor is yours. But- you gotta ask me
1: a question here, man. I can't just I can't there, fly there, blind. I need a question. Here. One, What's the one, question? Yeah. What are the expectations for the Washington Commanders? I'm so glad you asked. The Washington Commanders will be lucky to win. Let's be honest, five games this season. What? Um, what I mean, hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, 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 listen. Hey. Listen. I have the Washington Commanders at exactly five. The, the, the Commanders I have starting the season zero and five.
0: You have a solution to Jacksonville and Detroit in those
1: ranks? I absolutely have Washington losing in Jacksonville week one and then taking a trip up to Detroit and losing in Ford Field to the Detroit Lions. You bet your bottom dollar I do. Then I got you coming home, losing to Philly, got you going to Dallas, taking that L, got you coming back home to Tennessee, taking that L. Your first win of the season is against the Chicago Bears. And that's only because I have the Chicago Bears going 1-16 in 16 this season because they're going to stink. Then you are going to come back home to Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers is going to spank Green Bay. You're going to go to Indianapolis to catch an L there, come back home to Minnesota, catch an L there, go to Philly, catch an L. Then you've got a nice stretch at Houston versus Atlanta at New York. Those three, I think, will be wins. So. You do have a nice little 3 game win streak heading into the bye you come out of the bye to see Atlanta, to see New York again in your house and that's the last one of the season cuz you'll go to San Francisco and lose you'll go to Cleveland you'll host Cleveland and lose and then as always the Dallas Cowboys will come back here to DC with the division on the line between them and the Eagles and you will lose because the Washington Commanders suck they absolutely stink 5 wins is the ceiling. You'll be lucky to get 6, maybe 7 if you can beat Jacksonville or Detroit. But here's the thing, you're not better than Jacksonville, you're not better than Detroit, which is unfortunate cuz both of those teams suck and they picked 1 and 2 in the in the draft last season. So, Commander Carson will suck. Terry McLaurin should not have signed that extension. He should have got out of Dodge. Don't pass go, don't collect $200, just get out of town because Terry McLaurin is going to rot the next three years in Washington you drafted Sam Howell after you traded for Carson Wentz I expect to see Sam Howell play football this season I do I expect to see Sam those are my expectations I expect to see Sam Howell start a football game in the regular season not the post not the preseason in the regular season for the Washington Commanders that's how bad I think Carson Wentz is going to play football this season and the icing on the top Antonio Gibson, he'll be okay, but J.D. McKissick stinks. The D-line should get better, but it probably won't because here's a fun fact that most Washington Commanders fans don't want to acknowledge. The D-line and the defense as a whole actually got better. They actually got better when Chase Young went down with injury, which is absurd to think it, that your best player on defense gets hurt and the defense gets better. It, That's not the stand, good. Without secondary so su- I'm sorry you're right statistically I know statistically better. this defense got better what happened to that nasty red zone defense that propelled you to a, a whopping 7 wins two years ago and got you the playoff spot what happened to that defense gone defense gone defense stinks secondary is terrible they struggled they struggled so 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 much in the red zone which is where we all expected them to excel I'm on record as, look, I, I, I will I will take my losses. And I'll take my bites on this one, right? I did come on my show a couple months before the season. I did say that you shouldn't be surprised if the Commanders somehow stumble into the Super Bowl because they had a really good defense and because the offense seemed like it was getting together under Ryan Fitzpatrick slash Taylor Heineke. Look, that's not going to happen this season. Five wins is the cap. Maybe six if you can beat Detroit, or because you're not going to beat Jacksonville. I think that's definitely an L.
0: Okay. Find my emotions. Find your inner Zen. <laughs> All right. For my lovely commanders or football team or Redskins. I also refer to them as the final term because that's how I grew up. And I think the commander's name stinks. But here we go. That's here nor there. Um How are we going to look? I think Marcus was pretty mean about how he articulated his words to me. But I think... It's it's all the truth. I think they were valid. I had us at six wins. I had us splitting one of those Jacksonville Detroit games. So that puts us at six. So um, I think this is going to be it for Carson Wentz, I think this is his last shot. He's and like you said. I didn't think Sam Howell would get a start. I think we'll see plenty of Taylor Heineke at some point this year, though. Especially, and the one thing that the issue has become with the seventeen-game season. What's our thing our what our bye weeks? The last week of the the last possible bye week, week fourteen, right? Is it thirteen or fourteen? Something like that.
1: The whole team 14. will be beat. Yeah, it's the night. it's the last possible by week of the uh, of the season. So
0: I think that's why he thinks Sam Howell's going to play because by week fourteen everyone will be injured. So no, I
1: think Sam Howell's going to play because by week eight Carson Wentz is going to suck so bad you're not going to have a choice well, but to put
0: him fine. in. Well, that's I already had him going like one and six to start, so it's perfectly fine. Yeah, too that's a little
1: bit too generous. Okay, you're starting the season one and nine. Okay, <laughs> we'll see not, Sam Howell. We're gonna we're gonna beat
0: one of those teams. <laughs> Okay, I said what do you think? When do you think Carson will get benched? Then? By week eight, do you think he'll put Taylor Heineke's the back Do you think Sam Howell will play before Ty Heineke does this year? Listen, let's
1: be honest. Carson Wentz is going to stink up the joint in Indianapolis against the Colts, and that's going to oh, be the last game for of the
0: season. Going to be an episode. With Carson
1: it. Wentz is going to throw fifteen interceptions
0: this season. He's venting about where my Matt Ryan is.
1: <laughs> Carson Wentz is going to throw fifteen picks this season.
0: And how many games did you play? Ten.
1: We'll Play eight games, I think. So you have a average averaging almost two picks a game. This is Carson Wentz we're talking about here. <laughs> this is Carson is Wentz we're talking Car- about.
0: That's been my issue with Carson Wentz. I actually watched the game film from Indianapolis last year. Even no, was- Carson. <laughs> Carson. Good. He easily Carson should- might pick. Carson might play
1: thirteen games. They might let him ride it out into the bye and then sit him down and send him home somewhere. Just tell him not to come back. Just pay him to stay away. So he'll get 15 picks in in 13 weeks. Barely touch 20 touchdowns if he does.
0: I don't think he'll reach 20. He'll be he'll be
1: that. like he'll be like he'll be. I think he'll be 10. All and
0: 15 I'm on is that Jahan Do- Jahan Dotson and Taylor McLaurin are just gonna be. A pretty solid duo at the wide receiver. Well, they can be
1: pretty solid if their quarterback sucks. So well, that was going to
0: be my caveat. That is, if Carson Wentz can be competent and smart at the quarterback position, we have. Yeah, that's like so. Yeah, well, that's not going to happen. So, but six wins. The real issue for us was the secondary, and that's been our biggest issue. Okay, hey, and also, by the way, if we're just if, being if, honest, if we didn't sign anybody for our secondary.
1: I could see. I could actually see you guys losing to Houston, Atlanta, or New York in that four game stretch. So maybe it's going to be Don't a four game be like that. Come on. Now. No, I mean, let's just be serious. If, if Saquon Barkley is healthy, the, the New York Giants could be a tough out for the Wash for the Washington Commanders anyway. And, you know, Davis Danny, Mills usually. Danny Dimes is not the
0: answer. Don't be like that. You
1: no, know, they've got Saquon Barkley. They have a really. They have a dots tall offense and line. And they got the defense to be a little bit better. No. I, I think, think Danny I Dimes over Carson Wentz. I think we're gonna. I take. Beat I'd take Daniel Jones over Carson Wentz. That's not. That's not. That's not. That's not. That's we not valid. We Dallas
0: when they stink every. When we stink every year. Dallas yeah, has we'll that be. bad game, and everyone's in panic mode, thinking that they stink, which they usually do. You know, in respect to the other top teams,
1: but look at the look at the look at the pot calling the kettle black here. Look, look at that. Listen, <laughs> the listen. I take Daniel Jones over Carson Wentz, especially this season. That's all that
0: matters. What? Yeah, no, um, all right. That, that's where I draw the line with you.
1: <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. Take Dar- Daniel Jones. It's Jones- the worst quarterback,
0: arguably. He's going to get arguably the one of the four worst quarterbacks in football this year. No, he won't. I, I don't think Daniel no, won't take it out. No, no, he won't.
1: Six. No, he won't. The four worst, the four, the four, the four, the four, the four worst quarterbacks in football this season will be Trey Lance, Justin Fields.
0: Why would Trey Lance be one of the? worst teams when we have San
1: Francisco in the playoffs. I don't have San Francisco. Who said I had San Francisco in the playoffs? I never said that. You didn't did anything like that. No, I, no, no. no. You have San Francisco. You're crazy. You, I, you're I, a lunatic. I, you're I, even more crazy than I thought you were. Listen, the four worst quarterbacks, four quarterbacks in football are going to be Davis Mills, Drew Locke, or Geno Smith, whoever the Seahawks start there. I, um, I, your beloved Carson Wentz, and whoever the Falcons start, those will be the four worst quarterbacks in football with Justin Fields and Trey Lance being right there at five and six. You don't think so? We're talking from a statistical standpoint here, not from a record standpoint. I mean, these are all really bad teams, so you can't base them off a record. From a statistical standpoint, Carson Wentz is going to stink. And I think Daniel Jones have a better statistical season this season than Carson Wentz. And I'm willing to, I, I, I'd, I'd, I'd bet you every dollar I have that Daniel Jones has a better statistical season than Carson Wentz this year, primarily because if he doesn't get hurt, he'll play more games than Carson Wentz this season because Washington's going to be sick of Carson Wentz after week 14. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not really going to bet you every dollar. I'm i saving for important things <laughs> down the line, but <laughs> I, I – I, I, Look, look, I, I'll I'll come on your show with a Carson Wentz jersey on if Carson Wentz has a better season this season. And then Daniel what do I Jones.
0: have to wear on your show if I if Daniel Jones has a better season? Uh,
1: we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll <laughs> figure right. it out. But I agree to those. I'll, I'll shake your hand on that. I, I uh, Carson Wentz is gonna suck this year, and I'm gonna love watching. I know he's
0: gonna stick, but he ain't gonna be a bad day, guys. times. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. I'm okay, just holding that. Up. Yeah, there's no
1: hope to hold on to, dude. I, I why? There's no hope to hold on. Because he's, he's not good at the I'm quarterback position. About, I'm not talking about Carson Abel. I have lost hope for Carson. There's no hope there. I'm about so then why are you trying to tell me that Carson's going to have a better season than Daniel I mean, Jones if you lost got, hope? an absolute bona
0: fide scrub and he only got drafted in the top 10 because he was affiliated with
1: Peyton Manning. <laughs> Daniel Jones has a coach that believes in him, in Brian Dable.
0: All right, let's jump to the Giants because we're already
1: down. He has a better offensive line. He has a better running back. I, I think you could, all right. That's all the no, no, no. Saquon healthy Saquon. washes Antonio Gibson every day of the week.
0: The issue is Saquon Barkley can't stay on the field,
1: so that's fine. But if when he's on the field and he watches Antonio Gibson every day of the week and twice on Sunday, which is when it really matters, twice right,
0: We've we got a better wide receiver than New York does. Yeah, by like a smidgen.
1: That's not true. Actually, no, I, I do like your trio you have out there, but they're not going to look that good
0: that the quarterback sucks. Field, but we don't have a quarterback, so I think, think Daniel Jones does better. I, think, I receiving touchdown last year, and he got made so much millions of dollars. I think Daniel Jones
1: throws more yards with Terry McLaurin. Jahan Dotson and Curtis Samuel than Carson Wentz would this season. Absolutely. I absolutely do. Mm-hmm. You, Daniel Jones is better than Carson Wentz right
0: now. Do you think the Giants will finish up better than Washington will No. Then where's, then where's your argument?
1: We're, we're, we're complaining period. we're comparing players. We're not comparing teams. Washington has the better team by a bit. But the Giants, I mean, I have the Giants. Actually, actually, I also have the Giants winning five games. So it is possible that we could see the New York Giants win more games this season than the Washington Commanders, if we're being honest. Um, I have the Giants. I'll run you down. Know, I have the Giants losing to, I have the Giants beating Chicago also. It's Chicago. I think, every, well, everyone's beating Chicago this
0: year.
1: Except for one team. Who is the one team I have losing to Chicago? Atlanta. Makes sense. Yeah, because I have Atlanta going 0 17. Whatever. Um, you have Atlanta
0: not winning a game?
1: Not a game. Um, so the Giants, I, love how I, I think. Two th- weeks
0: ago, that you thought Chicago is going to be the worst team in football, but now you have you've already changed your mind. Well, your that's,
1: be- that's well, that's before I realized that Chicago and Atlanta play each other, and something has to give. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Giants are going to beat Chicago in week four. They'll beat Houston in week ten. Oh wait, no. Yikes! I have the Giants going two and fifteen. I read my schedule wrong.
0: Never mind. Oh, I'm still
1: going this miss that. <laughs> have the Giants going to 2015. But that doesn't mean I don't think Daniel Jones is going to have a better season, though. Statistically speaking, right? Yeah, from a statistical standpoint, I think he'll throw for... I think Daniel Jones will have... Yeah, I think he'll have a better statistical season than, than Carson Wentz. Well,
0: because the Giants went 4-13 last year, so you're telling them they're going to have two less wins... What, well, I, also I also made my prediction. I also, I also,
1: I also made that.
0: be an offensive guru for. I also made. Teams.
1: I also made that prediction under the assumption that Saquon wouldn't be healthy. I made that prediction a while ago. Oh, so so I do have to. Time I time. have to. I have to change it a bit. If Saquon healthy, the Giants will win at least five or six games this season, which puts them right there with Washington.
0: Right.
1: But Washington's gonna suck regardless, because they're a bad football team with a bad owner and a I'm not gonna disrespect Ron Rivera because you just won his battle with cancer, and I love Ron Rivera as a man and as a human being, but he's the only good thing going in Washington right now. And Terry McLaurin, of course. And I guess Chase Young. So he's one of three good things going in, in Washington right now. So Two just... players and a coach. That's it. Two
0: players Everything and a coach, that's all you got. Yep. All right. I can't argue honestly
1: that with that
0: statement.
1: No, it's, it's it's a fact. I, not, I, I, I haven't said anything that's not true. I, I've yet to say one untrue yeah, thing for the last don't hour. To any
0: hope? And you are ripping my heart out.
1: Because that's your problem. That's all Washington Commanders fans' is problem. You think there's hope? There's no hope. This team stinks from top to bottom. This team sucks. This 53 man roster is terrible. These people in training camp would rather shuck and jive than play football. They're go- the the Washington Commanders are the epitome of trash we're going to be a dumpster fire this season from top to bottom it's going to start with Carson Wentz it's going to spread throughout the course of the organization and the football team because the commanders suck and you know how I know you know that the commanders suck because instead of not wearing a jersey you're so committed to this terrible team that you're wearing a Donovan McNabb Washington Redskins jersey that is unacceptable and as a commanders fan you yourself should be ashamed, and you should also recognize the irony of the fact that Donovan McNabb once played for the Philadelphia Eagles. That's not good. That's not good. Hey,
0: my mom loved me. And I asked for a jersey. And she I'd
1: respect you a bit more if you were wearing like a Santana Moss jersey or a London Fletcher jersey.
0: You're wearing a I Donovan McNabb fun. jersey.
1: A guy who lost <laughs> his job to Rex Grossman. That's Grossman took the Bears to a Super Bowl. I don't care what he did. Gre- Rex Grossman sucked in Washington. Yeah. It's just not good. Five games mm-hmm. is the
0: max. <laughs> all right, Giants. So we have them going with two wins. Talk to me about this. these two studs that they drafted, five and seven, to try yeah. and give these fans hope with Thibodeau and
1: Neal. The defense gets better. The offensive line gets better. And if Saquon Barkley stays healthy, Saquon Barkley could push 1,200 yards rushing. 1,500 all purpose. I agree with that. I think which is the why
0: if Saquon Barkley is honestly, healthy, the Giants I, I, could win six <laughs> games this season. Either way, because both players were going to be at five or at seven, so I, they and were going to get
1: Kayvon Thibodeau. Yeah, they are going to get Kayvon Thibodeau and, and Evan Neal either way. Yeah, right. Saquon healthy, a healthy Saquon Barkley. Here, I'll run down. I'll run it down right now for you. Give yeah. me a he, healthy
0: Saquon Barkley, and what do you want to see from Daniel
1: for this squad? a healthy saquon barkley i think puts the giants two more wins
0: three more wins
1: i think a healthy saquon barkley gives the giants three more wins i think a healthy saquon barkley gives the giants a win um win against us against seattle i think it gives them a win i think i think a healthy saquon barkley gets two wins against washington which puts washington down to three wins <laughs> <laughs> That's not me trolling. That's me being honest because Washington can't stop the run to save their lives. So, healthy Saquon Barkley for those two games instantly put the Giants at four wins, not to mention the fact that they could beat the Carolina Panthers with a healthy Saquon Barkley. They could beat the Seattle Seahawks with a healthy Saquon Barkley. They could beat the Jaguars and the Detroit Lions with a healthy Saquon Barkley. So, let's say we give them those four wins as well. We're talking about an eight win Giants team. I don't think they'll win eight games. I don't. Realistically, I think the Giants with a healthy Saquon Barkley win six games, maybe seven. I can say that yeah. confidently because the last time Saquon Barkley played a healthy, a full, Giants healthy season. And
0: so, as I've been pushing.
1: Yeah, well, you're a hater and you're holding out hope for, well, yeah, for, well, for your he, lowly he Washington command. So
0: sure yeah, that. well,
1: they're on the right side of history here. Let's just call the spade a spade. Um, yeah. The last time Saquon Barkley played a healthy or close to healthy, a full or close to full season was 2019. It's actually crazy to think he played 13 games last year.
0: Um, he played 13 games? Yep.
1: That didn't feel like it. It didn't feel like it, no. So in 2019, let's look at the Giants record in 2019. 2019, I think the Giants won six games. Um, in the 2019-2020 season... The Giants won – oh, they won four games. Um, In his rookie season, the Giants won five games. So it's possible that a healthy Saquon Barkley gets this team to at least five
0: wins? Well, I have them getting four, so
1: that's probably – Well, I have your team getting zero, so.
0: No, so you just keep dropping down
1: the numbers. I mean, the more I think about it, the more I realize just how bad Carson Wentz is as a quarterback. I don't make the rules, man. You sent the invite. I'm just I'm giving you my, my expert opinion. Let's be
0: honest. Even if didn't give you the invite, we are going to a way to get out this No,
1: I'm not a terrorist. That's terrorist activity. I'm not a terrorist. <laughs> the Washington commanders are terrorists. You know, if you, if you want to leak information from someone, you don't have to waterboard them or take them to a black site. Just turn on command. Just strap them to a chair, hold their eyes open, and make them watch commanders football. They'll tell you anything you need to know. That is the ultimate form of torture. That is advanced interrogation. Is subjecting uh, uh, any human being to watching the Washington Commanders play football. Actually, no. Show them Carson Wentz's low lights. That is how you get someone. To, is that's how you get someone to talk? Just showing the low lights.
0: I can't disagree. I can't disagree with that part. All right, this is the last question I have for you, Marcus. Carson
1: Wentz has more low lights than he does highlights in his career. By the way, that's your quarterback. That's your starting quarterback. Just thought I should point that out there to the viewers
0: appreciate you, and we're taking all this Of course. Absolutely, us, so. I mean,
1: look, it is what it is. You, you knew what you were signing up for. You didn't have to send me the text message and ask me to come on the show. You could have said no. You could have just swallowed it and, and then figured it out. It just been me crying
0: for 45 minutes, so I didn't and Well,
1: know. who's know. Well, you're, well, you're going to cry when we get off the show anyway. So, I mean, and the tears tier, are going to, to flow. I
0: didn't want to have the, my fan base making me look like I'm already bigger than I already
1: am. You know, person, you're a Washington Commanders fan. It's the Are wimpiest fan, Man, I got a bounce. Not that,
0: that's
1: not oh. that that's not that much. That's really not that much better.
0: Uh, gosh, right. leave it
1: alone. All right. Is the NFC East still the worst division of football? Or is it No, it's the AFC South. By the by the skin of their teeth. But when Jacksonville gets better, which is happening in the next two seasons, it'll go back to being the NFC East. The Washington Commanders actually might be bringing up the caboose in the NFC East for the next couple of seasons. Because it only goes up I mean, from here for the Giants, the, the Eagles, and the Cowboys. Pretty much
0: last 20 years anyway,
1: so. Yeah, we'll get ready to be back right in the back, picking at the top of the draft for the next 20 years again. That's
0: fine. Dan Snyder will take a quarterback, and we don't need a quarterback, and we'll start the whole Okay, game
1: and over. you'll suck, and you'll win 10 games combined the next 20 seasons.
0: All right. Relax, though, man, all right? We don't need your hyperbolic. Like. <laughs> I think it's pretty realistic. Statements of that we're going to win. Like, we're going to go gonna win one game every year for
1: the next 20 so. How many games are the Washington Commanders going to be favored to win this season?
0: Four. four. And
1: what are those four games, do you think?
0: I think we can, probably the Detroit game is a favorite.
1: Which yeah. game is a favorite? You won't be favored against Detroit. You will not be favored against we'll Detroit, be, Detroit in Detroit. Against Detroit. No. No, I, mean, I don't. we
0: going to favored against Atlanta. We'll be favored against Chicago.
1: I don't know if you'll be well. Okay, I guess I, I'll give you Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta, I'll give you. I'll give you Atlanta and Chicago. Sure, that's two games I think there.
0: It'll be one of the Giants' games, and it'll be one one of the. It'll be Jacksonville and the Tour. I
1: just told you the Giants are going to win more games than you guys this season. you are not going to be favored against the Giants. Favored for those
0: games. I think they'll be favored. We'll be favored at home.
1: They'll be favored at home. No. Yes. False. Categorically false. Oh my god.
0: But yeah, I agree. With
1: Five wins. If you're lucky, five wins. And if Saquon's healthy, that number drops right, to three. So
0: I've got Eagles going eleven and six. So you have the Eagles two. only twelve and five. I am Dallas going ten and seven. What do you have? Eleven and six. All right, you're being really generous, these guys. Washington, I have six wins.
1: You're, you're insane. Six and
0: eleven. You're
1: insane, dude. Six and
0: eleven. You know, if we
1: get
0: really hot, maybe
1: push eight and you You're one. absurdly insane. You are actually insane, yeah. so clinically. Insane. That's terrible. That's terrible record predicting. You
0: gotta be a homer for your squad.
1: You know? No, you don't. You have to be realistic with your squad. I spent thirty minutes yelling down Justin Marvel about that for that exact same reason. Just trying to just just blind faith and support oh, when it. it's not warranted.
0: You happy? <laughs> hey, look!
1: Stick to your guns and hold to six. I respect it a little bit more if no, you stop doing guns. We,
0: what, what's the over under, for I need to like check
1: our sports betting. Here, I'll pull it up right now. I'll pull it up <laughs> right, now. The, right now.
0: What's the Washington right
1: now? What's the over under for the Washington Commanders win totals? Cool. It's like seven, which is absurd. Actually, I think if it's highly unrealistic.
0: <laughs> over under, because we do have the easiest schedule in football. I think you know who
1: else has the easiest schedule in football? Every other team in the division because you have 10 games into the two worst divisions in the league,
0: yeah. Because we played south this year, right?
1: Dumpster organization, dude. Hey, the Washington Commanders over under for this season is seven and a half. Oh my god, which is insanely high.
0: I have to run to the casino because you know what? Better casinos in Washington, they you know, be under these.
1: So that'll be my. You can. You're stealing... There's some places. That's crazy. Some are pushing eight. There's some places that have the commanders at eight. Yo, what's wrong with you guys? These te- this I'm... team's not good.
0: As someone who occasionally sports bets, I have this proposition of always betting the over, ladies and gentlemen. This is when you bet the under, like no time.
1: This team is this team is terrible. Okay, so DraftKings has them at eight. Yeah, FanDuel has them at eight and a half. Points bet has them at seven and a half. So does BetMGM. Uh, what is this? Players Sugarhouse has them at seven, eight and a half. Unibet has them at eight and a half. Those are the most unreliable sources ever. Eight and a half wins for the Washington Commanders.
0: Well, bet the under on the Washington Commanders
1: right Washington now. Commanders are going to suck this season. They're going to be one of the worst teams in football. They're going to be picking in the top 10 again. Right. I'm going to love every second of
0: it. Marcus, as, as always. I, I want to
1: come on this show after you guys... After you guys uh after you guys get spanked by Aaron Rodgers when he drops three fifty and four That's fine.
0: we We'll hold a very special episode and we'll just you can just go point and laugh it up and enjoy yourself after I lose by thirty and I just yeah. put my Don McNabb jersey back on just to make myself feel a little bit better. Yeah, no, really won't, but it's fine. But this was at the NFC East or at least, however you wanna look at it. Uh, we looked at Dallas, Philly, New York, and dumpster those division. Those lovely Washington commanders.
1: Dumpster loves organization. So
0: much, Marcus. Plug yourself, my right guy. Always a pleasure to have you on. Where or what is going on with you next?
1: If you want to follow a fan of a real sports team that's <laughs> actually going to win games and be good, you follow on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok yeah. at it's GTP Marcus. Fan. I'm a Packers fan. We're going to spank the cu- Commanders. We're going to spank every – well, not everybody, but we're definitely going to spank the Commanders, and I can't wait for it. We're going to sweep the NFC East this season, actually. It's going to be lovely. We're going to beat the Giants in London. We're going to beat Dallas at home, beat Philly in Philly, beat Washington in Washington. It's going to be spectacular. We're going to go on. We're going to win 12 games and then lose in the playoffs. Which the, Packers, game? the Packers-Washington. I will not be caught dead in FedEx Field. Sorry. Even
0: though you're a Packers fan? Right
1: That's there. a – why would I subject myself –
0: because you'll get the
1: two like fifteen bucks. Yeah, that's great. And then the stadium will collapse on itself, and I'll die. I- I'll sit. I'll sit on the. I'll sit on the comfort of my couch. And 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 I'll watch. And I'll and I'll watch Aaron Rodgers cook your defense well, from I the comfort the- of my own home in my undies. you. Oh,
0: that's another one. That's another
1: one. That's another one. As long as you know it's coming, dude. That's all that matters. Like, I just. Yeah, I, in fact, what I'll do is I'll take a picture of me in an Aaron Rodgers jersey. I'll take a selfie just pointing to the TV with my thumbs up at the end of every quarter so that you can – actually, after every score, so that you can get my live reaction to the beatdown that we're going to administer to your Washington Commanders. What week is that? Actually? Let me bookmark that and let me set a reminder for myself. <laughs> week seven? Oh, yeah, that's going to be a good day. It's gonna be. That's going to be a great day. What day
0: is that?
1: I believe that's uh, let's see, Packers versus Commanders. Uh, uh, it's October twenty third. It's going to be a very spooky Halloween for you guys. Yeah.
0: Ooh. Well, everyone, this was a very depressing episode for me. That I
1: could be of some assistance there.
0: Marcus, appreciate you all, as always making my life so much more miserable when it comes to my Washington Commanders. That's what I'm here for. If you guys haven't already, please go follow my guy, Matt Goaton. He's going to try, it. he's trying to get himself up to 150 subscribers. What are you at now? 127 still? Or are we still moving up? Yeah, 127. 127. He's trying to get to 150 by the end of the year. Go hit that subscribe button. Go follow him. He's got great content. He's a lot more. Uh, cordial when it comes when i'm on his show because when he comes on my show he's just here to destroy me and make my life
1: yeah because every time you have me on the show you want to talk about the commanders so that's like yeah
0: no we didn't yeah. talk commanders when you came up for the nfc north episode
1: no it's different i had to destroy justin that show
0: right well well everyone that was another edition of the Fire Whistle Sports Podcast. That is the end of the NFC. The AFC will be starting up soon. Be on the lookout for those episodes. And as always, subscribe, follow, leave us a review. Trying my best out here, trying to stay as non-fan base as possible. But you know, when it comes to your Washington Commanders and my Donovan you know, McNabb, always got to be a homer in that regard.
1: That's embarrassing that you're wearing a that Donovan McNabb jersey right now. <laughs>
0: You know what? When we beat the Packers this year, it's going
1: to be a great time to see. It. That's but
0: never happening. Anyway, never happening. enjoy the rest of your day. As always, this is Brian Spencer signing off.